welcome to the Branding for Abundance podcast. My name is Dr. TK. I am a licensed clinical psychologist and success coach. My goal on this podcast is to simply teach you how to proclaim your victory in your relationships, academic and career endeavors, business, money, and your mindset. Learn some simple tools and techniques to brand your life for abundance and live your epic lifestyle. Hey, welcome back to the Therapist Deserve Abundance podcast. This is your host, Dr. TK, clinical psychologist and the number one therapist business coach. So it has been a while since I have done a audio only podcast. And so I want to say if this is your first time tuning into my podcast, then Go back and listen to some recent episodes. I have some interviews with therapists that have been through various programs and are elevating, growing, and scaling their business. But then I've also been on a marathon of doing more YouTube live videos because I have found that in the last two years, therapists are definitely seeking connection. They're definitely seeking seeing people at least on the screen with a face versus a voice. But I also know that some clinicians go back and watch or listen to my podcast episodes and I'm part of their personal development routine. And they also listen to it when they're driving to work or going to take a walk. And to be honest, when I have to do video, your girl got to get all the way dressed. And so I'm dressed right now. I just had a Dope Therapist Academy coaching call, had a consultation call for a scaling program that we have. And I just got back from the Las Vegas Therapist VIP experience in which therapists are able to spend two days with myself, my team, a photographer, a videographer, and also an awesome epic guest speaker that attended their event in Vegas. And so we focus on introducing them to scaling their mental health business, putting them in the hot seat and helping them see how important email marketing is to their business beyond Instagram. All right. So we have another event coming up in July in New York, um, but we also have some epic nudes that will be dropping in the next two weeks. So depending on when you're hearing this episode, the epic news may have already dropped and don't worry, I will make sure to leak this information everywhere. All right. So let's go ahead and get into the topic, the topic today. So we will be talking about learning how to say no. Oh my gosh. Why is that important? Well, we talk to our clients about it all the time. We tell our clients to establish boundaries, but do we establish boundaries? So I'm going to specifically talk about learning how to say no in your business because it directly correlates with how you show up in your personal life based off of how much energy and time you put into your business. So The first thing that I would say, and um, let me just give a disclaimer. The reason why I'm talking about this topic is because in the last 48 hours, I have sat down and I have drafted out my entire schedule for the next 90 days. Now, granted, I have my schedule for the whole year for our company, but I really wanted to put on paper, what does my content creation look like for the next 90 days? So I'm going to give you deets in terms of exactly what I did within the last 48 hours. But I first want to have you start off with identifying or reviewing your goals in your business for the next few months that will take you until the end of the year. And so typically we look at it from a 12-month perspective 
But at the time of recording this episode, it's already the beginning of the second quarter. It is April. And so I want to make sure that you at least look at your big goals for the next couple of months, okay? So from April into December. Then once you have those big goals, so let's just give some examples so that we can you know, flush this out. Let's just say if one of your goals is to reach a revenue goal and your revenue goal was $175,000 across various streams of income in your business, not counting your job. So then what are your quarterly goals aligned with that big revenue goal? So if you want to meet that revenue goal, you probably need to sit down and think about where is this money going to come from? Do you already have products or services that are generating income and maybe you need to double down or triple down on those products or services? Maybe you have to have more consultations so that people can be aware that the service actually exists and the value of the service itself or the physical product if it's in a store. So you should be breaking these down into quarterly goals so that they're also bite-sized pieces and they don't seem so overwhelmed. Then you want to look at a schedule. And this is where I, um, this is what I did to create my 90 day plan. Okay. So I pulled out a monthly calendar that I purchased like from Walmart or I think Target and it matches my brand. It was cute just so that it's pleasing to look at. But when you open it up, it's black and white and it's, it's just big blocks of a month. It's not a hourly calendar like my agenda. And really I wanted it to get messy. I paid like less than $10 for it. Um, I don't care if I'm messing up. It's not one of those planners where I get mad when I got to wipe stuff out. Like I want to scratch stuff out if I need to, because I'd rather get my hands dirty and know exactly what I'm supposed to be doing in the next 90 days versus going with the flow. So I pulled out that calendar and I wanted to break it down. Now, some of the questions you may want to ask yourself, but this is what I took myself through in terms of the stages that I did in this, I'm going to say two hour block, uh, because I went to Starbucks. My husband wanted to go over his cousin's house. I didn't want to go over there because my mind and my gut was telling me, you need to sit down somewhere quiet while you have no kids, you have no distractions. Go somewhere outside of your home because you've been working in your home for so long. And I want you to just think about planning out your calendar before you just start doing stuff. So I said, okay. So I planned to go to Starbucks, got my hot chocolate with soy milk and my Danish, and I just sat down. So some of the questions that I asked myself is, like, what is my current schedule like? So what are the things that are already in place that are recurring? So I have Dope Therapist Academy coaching calls that are group coaching program calls every single Monday outside of holidays and Mondays that I am, you know, hosting an event or I'm having what's called a reflective week, like a reflection week where they can just work on their business, right? The therapist. Then we also have some live events that are coming up throughout the year. So clearly there'll be certain days or weeks that I need to attend to those things and I may not be doing anything else. Then we have our Therapist Scaling Academy, which will be available very soon. That is a program to expose therapists what scaling their business actually looks like. And it will introduce you to things like email marketing, HR on a deeper level. And it's really a graduation program for our academy students because those are the students who are in it right now. But the program was only for 10 months and it was only offered to individuals twice. The first round, we only offered it to people who were in our Dope Therapist Academy uh, program last August. And then we offered it again 
in December slash January, but we did offer it to the public with a information call that goes along with it so that people knew exactly what they were getting and how it would differ from the Academy. So with that said, I needed to look at, okay, we're almost done with our beta launch with testing out this information, making sure that it works, making, making sure that people have a grasp on what is scaling. And then now it's their turn to take action and implement these things in their business. So we've been getting a lot of great feedback. Um, however, those calls that are once a month, because it's more of a membership program at this time, those calls will actually end at the end of May. So when I look at my calendar, I have to account for, I'll have more leveraged time I think in June. And the reason why I say I think in June is because when the program is over, I plan on going back into the portal in June and in July to re-record the content so that now when someone enrolls in the course, not the beta launch where I was getting feedback from the students and teaching them live, now that I have all of that feedback, from the students that are in the program and I have the content that is laid out in a very beautiful and organized manner with the workbooks, now I can go and re-record the information in bite-sized pieces versus you logging into the portal if you choose to invest in this program to scale your mental health mindset and business and you having to watch a one and a half hour coaching call, right? So this is the same thing that I did with the Dope Therapist Academy, but I took a lot longer and I was building that program for two years, constantly enhancing it with the user experience of our clients. So needless to say, I needed to look at my schedule for April, May, and June and realistically look at what are also some sacrifices that I may need to make during certain parts of the quarter so that I can know what my schedule is. So I may say I want my ideal schedule to be Mondays off, Friday, Saturday, and Sundays off. But when I'm planning a epic live event, that may not be possible depending on when the live event occurs because I may need to go downtown with a team member and pick up things or choose things that are on my vision board for, you know, some of these things that I have coming up in the third or fourth quarter. Okay. And not to worry, we'll make a big announcement about it and I'll give you all the details, but right now we can't. Okay. So again, broke down what my schedule was supposed to look like in the next 90 days. Um, what sacrifices do I need to make? And then also another question to ask yourself that people tend to skip over is, what do you want to do with your time? And then like, how do you want to spend that time? So for example, if I say, you know what, I really want to embed more time in doing nothing. Is doing nothing 100% doing nothing or is it just not working in building out funnels, right? Or could it be that I want to have time to embed personal development into my schedule because I have recognized that even though I listen to my podcast, I read my audio books, I have not had time to sit down and log into one of my past coaching portals that I have access to from my investments over the last seven years, because there is a list of things that I need to do to enhance the programs that I develop for my clients and the third and fourth quarter things that I'm planning. I need to go into the portal and make sure that I have everything in order before I put something out there to the market, right? Or in the market. So with that said, I really needed to understand, okay, if I'm going to be off three to four days on this particular week, am I really off those three to four days or am I going to give myself permission to do like maybe one full day of self-care, meaning I don't squeeze in the nail appointment on the day that I have clients because that's what I was doing in the first quarter. I'm not going to do that. But I was so used to going to 
the nail salon on Mondays and not having one of my coaching program coaching calls on Monday, that I kind of just kept the same routine. But I'd rather have a team meeting on Monday, DTA coaching call on Monday, record podcast episodes on a Monday, and then chill with my husband until my son gets off. But basically half of the day will be content creation and deliverables to my clients and my team or like meetings, right? But then I may have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off and more days off the following week. Because this week, for example, if my is my mastermind week, which means that I see my one-on-one clients Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Those are very heavy days, even though the schedule works for me because of how I structured my hours. But needless to say, I had to sit down and look at all of those things when I was thinking about how I wanted to create my schedule. So as we continue to dive deeper into how you learn how to say no, it is directly correlated with the schedule that you give yourself. Because what I want you to see from your schedule, if you write it down, like get off of Google and actually write it down and really see how do you feel about this schedule? How do you feel as you're thinking about it before you create it like the before? How do you feel about it during like you're writing down all of these appointments? Do you feel like, oh, hell no, this is too many appointments. Now, granted, you may not be able to change it right now, but you can change it over time. Or maybe let's just say if you have a support group and your support group is every Thursday, maybe you don't want to rock Thursdays no more. So the next support group that you do, you then change it because I do know that certain commitments that you make, you can't change it. But nevertheless, you want to think about how do you feel before, during, and most importantly, after. After you've created that schedule, do you want to align yourself with that schedule for the rest of the quarter? And I say quarter, not year, because you should be giving yourself permission to change. And so again, after we look at the schedule, then let's go a little step deeper. Then I want you to Think about how can I protect my time? Because really learning how to say no is setting up boundaries. So when you set up your protection of your time, that for me is like inputting blocks on your calendar of self-care. The words self-care, like nobody can schedule during that time, right? If somebody clicks on your Calendly link, it will block it out and say that it's not available. You have to set those things up. I used to set up until I got used to saying no. I start putting in like my lunch breaks. I would put in personal development from like 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. in the morning because that would be my time to go to the gym, do meditation and whatever I did during that season, during the pandemic, I blocked it out so that if any of my clients got a hold of trying to reschedule one of their appointments and back then they had the flexibility to be more flexible in my schedule, I don't have that flexibility anymore, again, because we're talking about learning how to say no and protecting my time, is that I learned how to put up calendar blocks so that it doesn't even show that I'm available, okay? So also another step that you can do with protecting your time and learning how to say no is sharing your schedule with other people. So I share my schedule with my husband because I need him to know what my schedule is because depending on which week we are in, because of my mastermind students, some weeks are heavier than others. And to give you an idea of what can happen when you sit down and create the schedule is that I recognize that I gave myself permission to be off for 14 days or 17 days every single month, which means that I have truly finally got to the point where I physically see the scalability in my business. And this is only the beginning. The best is yet to come. Because what am I really saying? I cut my work time to 50%. 
If there's usually 30 days in a month and I am taking 14 to 17 days off, granted, I might be listening to some podcasts and stimulating my mind, but that's because those are things that I want to do that maybe I wasn't making the time to do it because I was saying yes to every single thing that popped up in my email and popped up on my calendar. So share it with someone so that you can be accountable for what you said you were going to do. And then also with the approach, check your calendar after you plug in these dates and times that you're going to do all this stuff. Like for example, I actually blocked out creating these podcast episodes today because I batch record, especially with audio. I can't do that with YouTube unless I pre-record the video. And I have found that when I go live specifically with the therapist community, it seems like the replays go up a lot higher and the plays go up a lot higher versus a pre-recorded video. So that's just me and my community. That may not be the same for other YouTube channels, right? But I still, because it was my goal to create more audio podcasts in this quarter to get back on my regular schedule, I chose to write that into now my Google Calendar so that it is full and I don't even try to schedule something. Because sometimes you may get caught up and you're scheduling things via text, not even looking at your full calendar, right? So I say still put it on paper, but then transfer it to Google in a way that the calendar actually shows, okay? So in recap, we talked about learning how to say no to your business by setting up your capacity thermometer. That's probably what I should have called it, right? But you got to know what your capacity is, which means that you have to look at your calendar and you want to tap into your emotions and your intuition. How do you feel about your schedule before, during, and after you create it? If you feel like it's too much, can some stuff be taken off? Because why are you working on things that maybe you don't have to work on until August and it's only April, right? So Um, From this episode, I really hope that you have enjoyed it. If this is your first time joining me, I want to say welcome to the therapist community, the dope therapist community, the therapist deserve abundance community. If you are a return podcast listener, I definitely want to express my gratitude for you tuning in and listening to this audio podcast. There will be much more to come. Now, in terms of what you got out of this podcast episode, I would so love it if you would follow this podcast channel. And then also hop over on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych. All of my links are in the show notes and take a snapshot of this episode and tell me what was your biggest takeaway. If you want more resources, we definitely have a full library of resources. So first thing, if you want to stay connected and get business or mindset affirmations Monday through Friday, then text the word abundance to 310-388-8603. If you want to learn about upcoming events, upcoming boot camps to manifest a profitable private practice and or to get resources like a free business checklist, then you want to check out the link in the bio. It's drtk.com forward slash links. It's the same bio link on Instagram, but I use that link because that houses all the up-to-date events, whether it be virtual, in-person, downloadable goods for you for your business and mindset and other goodies like our store. Okay. So make sure that you check out that link to, you know, check out what we have coming up and then also share this podcast episode with at least two mental health professionals that you believe need to hear this information or just people that you know need to look at their schedule and learn how to say no. It doesn't matter what industry they're in, right? Now, if you want more content outside of the podcast, maybe you're more of a visual person, definitely head over to my YouTube channel. Just type in Dr. TK or click the link in the bio. Head straight over to YouTube and there is 
a blend of lifestyle abundance, but then there's also some workshops and interviews from therapists who have been able to grow and or scale their mental health business. So I will see you in the next episode. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode today. I am super excited to see your growth in your business, career, money, and relationships. Be sure to check me out on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych, where you can find daily inspiration and tips to live your abundant lifestyle.